Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Every town has a dark side. This is Andrew Fitzgerald from the Everytown Podcast, where every single week we dive into insane and mysterious true crime stories, most of which you've never heard of. Stories like the bizarre disappearance of Tyler Davis in Columbus, Ohio, a 29-year-old father trying to find his way back to his hotel when he disappeared and was never heard from again, and Elizabeth Shelf from Lugoff, South Carolina, who was abducted from her driveway by a madman and taken to his underground bunker in the woods. We give you all the details you're interested in hearing about without any fluff or fillers, because ain't nobody got time for that. We cover everything from psychopaths to poltergeists, so go check out the Everytown podcast, because every town, no matter how nice it may seem, has a dark side. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. When should childhood weirdness start to become concerning? When does a fascination with dead bugs tip over into animal cruelty? On August 13, 1941, a boy was born who would go on to be teased and relentlessly bullied for being weird. He would grow up to earn a new nickname the Beast of Harksteed. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Willem van Eecht was born in a small village in South Holland. Even as a child, he was an outcast. He was referred to as Crazy Little Willem, and when he would act out, people would just use his nickname as a justification. He was just Crazy Little Willem. He was known to collect small dead animals, such as frogs and bugs, and soon this escalated into a reputation for animal cruelty. He was especially cruel to cats, dogs, and ducks. As a high school student, he committed petty crimes, but started to dream about what it would be like to rape and kill a woman. When he was around 30 years old, in 1971, he picked up a 15-year-old girl named Cora Mantle. She missed her bus ride home after meeting her boyfriend in Amsterdam and was hitchhiking when Willem happened upon her. He raped and strangled her with her own shawl and dumped her body in a nearby ditch. Her body was found after she failed to arrive for the start of her new job. In August of 1973, the body of 43-year-old Alje van der Plaat was found in a cornfield having suffered from multiple stab wounds. Her stomach was ripped open and her left nipple cut off. 
Witnesses saw Willem, who had a houseboat nearby, riding his moped near the area where her body was left, and police arrested him right away. William Van Eet confessed immediately to the murder of Cora and Alja. During his trial, several guards vomited upon hearing the details of his crime. Despite this, he was sentenced to just 18 years imprisonment. After he was tried, psychiatric reports found that his actions were the result of a brain injury at birth and the bullying he suffered. In 1980, he married a woman who he was pen pals with and was released in 1990 after serving just 15 years. Psychiatrists believed that his relationship with his new wife would prevent him from offending again, but did warn her that female rejection could trigger a relapse. Just three years later, the body of Antonella Bertholda Fatol was found in a ditch having been strangled by Willem's bare hands. She was the first of eight sex workers that were found murdered in the area near where Willem resided between when he was released and when he was arrested for the second time. He was the prime suspect in the murder of Sajda Schenkner when her clothing was found near Willem's home. And, like the first time, once arrested on November 12, 2001, he quickly confessed to the three murders, though police suspected he murdered another three women but were never able to gather enough evidence of his involvement. In a surprise turn of events, during the start of his trial, he was represented by the same lawyer as one of his victims. However, when he was officially named the suspect, Willem was dropped by his lawyer. After going through a series of lawyers, he was convicted in November of 2003. He was sentenced to life imprisonment for the last three and died in prison in 2019. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 14th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.